What is good, Divine Gang Gang? Listen, it has been a minute since I've read from um, The Science of Getting Rich. I believe I took one week off. I took last week off. Um, And so as things would have it, this chapter is titled The First Principle in the Science of Getting Rich. And I couldn't have timed it or planned it any better. It's coming in for the first Thursday of the week. You guys know I like to do anything having to do with wealth and money and finance and real estate on Thursdays in the day of expansion. So let's get into it. So it says, um, thought is the only power. Ooh, child, I need to make this a little bit bigger. (laughs) All right. It says, thought is the only power which can produce tangible riches from the formless substance. The stuff from which all things are made is substance, which thinks and a thought of form in this substance produces the form. I know, I know. I will say this about that paragraph and then I'm going to try to just go through without any more ad-libbing. But once you start to look at universal laws, laws of abundance, manifestation, law of attraction, they're all going to center that first couple of chapters about thought. All is mind, right? thoughts become things, right? So I'm going to actually read that sentence again. Um, But remember that in the preface, the author told us, you know, this book is about the science of getting rich. It's it's like kind of like, I'm not going to say get rich quick, but it's like, here's the formula. But, and he says, but if you want to dig deeper. He gave a couple of authors that you could dig into and you can do the research yourself and you're going to see this formula, right? But here it is, you know, just short, sweet, and to the point. I've done my research. You're welcome to do your research, but I can tell you this is legit. So I'm going to read it again from the top and then let's see if I can just kind of get through um, just reading the the rest of the content. So it says... Thought is the only power which can produce tangible riches from the formless substance. The stuff from which all things are made is a substance which thinks, and a thought of form in this substance produces form. Deep. Excuse me. Original substance moves according to its thoughts. Every form and process you see in nature is the visible expression of a thought in original substance. I apologize. As the formless stuff thinks of a form, it takes that form. As it thinks of a motion, it makes that motion. That is the way all things were created. We live in a thought world which is part of a thought universe. The thought of a moving universe extended throughout formless substance and the thinking stuff moving according to that thought took the form of systems of planets and maintains that form. Thinking substance takes the form of its thoughts and moves according to the thought. Holding the idea of a circling system of suns and worlds, it takes the form of these bodies and moves them as it thinks. Thinking the form of a slow-growing oak tree, it moves accordingly and produces the tree. Through centuries, 
though centuries may be required to do the work. In creating, the formless seems to move according to the lines of motion it has established. The thought of an oak tree does not cause the instant formation of a full-grown tree, but it does start in motion the forces which will produce the tree along established lines of growth. Every thought of form held in thinking substance causes the creation of the form, but always or at least generally along the lines of growth and action already established. The thought of a house of a certain construction, if it were impressed upon formless substance, might not cause the instant formation of the house, but it would cause the turning of the creative energies already working in trade and commerce into such channels as to result in the speedy building of the house. And if there were no existing channels through which the creative energy would work, then the house would be formed directly from primal substance without waiting for the slow process of the organic and inorganic world. And that is so freaking deep, you guys. Especially for those of you who have read Wells of Abundance by Evie Ingram. I'm telling you. All right. Man is a thinking center and can originate thought. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Okay. I thought this was a, uh, I thought it was a footnote. It says no thought of form can be impressed upon original substance without causing the creation of the form. Man, (coughs) excuse me. Man is a thinking center and can originate thought. All the forms that man fashions with his hands must first exist in his thought. He cannot create shape. He cannot shape a thing until he has thought that thing. And so far, man has confirmed his efforts wholly to the work of his hands. He has applied manual labor to the world of forms, seeking to change or modify those all to modify those already existing. He has never thought of trying to cause creation of new form by impressing his thoughts upon formless substance. When man has a thought form, he takes material from the forms of nature. He makes an image of the form which is in his mind. He has so far made little or no effort to cooperate with the formless intelligence. to work with the Father. He has not dreamed that he can do what he seeketh the Father doing. And so you're talking about God the Father who spoke things into existence, had to be thought there, right, before things were formed. That's what they're kind of talking about. He has not dreamed that he can do, that he can do what he seeth, what he seeth the Father doing. Man reshapes and modifies existing. (laughs) Y'all, I'm going through it. This is like my sixth podcast. Okay. Man reshapes and modifies existing forms by manual labor. He has given no attention to the question whether he may not produce things from formless substance by communicating his thoughts to it. We propose to prove that he may do so, to prove that any man or woman may do so, and and to show how. 
As our first step, we must lay down three fundamental propositions. All right, let's go. First, we assert that there is one original formless stuff or substance from which all things are made. All the seemingly many elements are but different presentations of one element. All the many forms found in organic and inorganic nature are but different shapes made from the same stuff, and this stuff is thinking stuff. A thought held in it produces the form of the thought. Okay, uh, thought in thinking substance produces shape. Excuse me, I apologize, y'all. Man is a thinking center, capable of original thought. If man can communicate his thought to original thinking substance, he can cause creation or formation of the thing he thinks about. <clears throat> to summarize this, there is there is a thinking stuff from which all things are made and which in its original state permeates, penetrates, and fills the interspaces of the universe. I'm telling you, this stuff is deep, man. <clears throat> A thought in this substance produces the thing that is imagined by the thought. Man can create things in his thought and by impressing his thought upon formless substance can cause the thing he thinks about to be created. Okay, so that was the summer summary. Um, it made summary for number one, right? Because there were three fundamental prop propositions. It may be asked if I can prove these statements, and without going into details, I answer that I can do so both by logic and experience. Reasoning back from the phenomena of form and thought, I came to one original thinking substance, and reasoning forward from this thinking substance, I come to man's power to cause the formation of the thing he thinks about. <clears throat> and by experiment, I find the reasoning true. And this is my strongest proof. If one man who reads this book gets rich by doing what it tells him to do, that is evidence in support of my claim. But if every man who does what it tells him to do to get rich, that is positive proof until someone goes through the process and fails. The theory is true until the process fails, and this process will not fail. Every man who does exactly what this book tells him to do will get rich. <clears throat> I have said that men get rich by doing things in a certain way, okay? He did talk about that last week or two weeks ago. And in order to do so, men must become able to think in a certain way. A man's way of doing things is a direct result of the way he thinks about things. To do things in a way you want to do them, you will have to acquire the ability to think the way you want to think. This is the first step towards getting rich. Boom, pow, bling. I'm going to read it again. To do things in a way you want to do them, you will have to acquire the ability to think the way you want to think. This is the first step towards getting rich. To think what you want to think is to think truth, regardless of appearances. And this is deep. I could just scream and holler all over again. Age of Aquarius has to do about the truth, right? And all truths are but half-truths. And so when you start to unpack what that means, listen. I'm going to read it again. To think. What you want to think is to think truth, regardless of appearances. 
Every man has a natural and inherent power to think what he wants to think, but it requires far more effort to do so than, than it does to think the thoughts which are suggested by appearances. Mm-mm. To think according to appearance is easy. To think truth regardless of appearance is laborious and requires the expenditure of more power than any other work man is called upon to perform. <clears throat> There is no labor from which most people shrink as they do from this, from that of sustained and consecutive thought. It is the hardest work in the world. This is especially true when truth is contrary to appearances. Every appearance in the visible world tends to produce a corresponding form in the mind, which observes it, right? Observe, right? To, to view and to see, which absorbs it. And this can be prevented by holding the thought of the truth. <clears throat> to, think about, to think upon the appearance of disease will produce the form of disease in your own mind and ultimately in your body, unless you hold the thought of truth, which is that there is no disease. It is only appearance and the reality of health. <clears throat> I will interject here and say, you know, this was was around the time around I, I believe this one was in 19 either 47 or 1925 but um another good book to to refer to this is um the anything by Florence Shin she talks a lot about health and um disease and affirmations that you can do surrounding that but it all has to do with thought <clears throat> okay so moving on to look upon the appearance of poverty will produce corresponding forms in your own mind. Unless you hold to the truth that there is no poverty, there is only abundance. Deep, y'all. This is deep. Right? I'm going to read it again because I want it to sink through. To look upon the appearances of poverty will produce corresponding forms in your mind. Unless you hold to the truth that there is no poverty, there's only abundance. I just finished doing a case study on uh, Universe 25, and that's why I'm making the call that I did about abundance mindset versus poverty mindset, right? <coughs> All right. It says, to think health when surrounded by the appearance of disease or to think riches in the midst of of appearance of poverty requires power, but he who acquires this power becomes a master mind. <clears throat> okay? He can conquer fate. He can have whatever he wants. This power can only be acquired by getting hold of the basic fact which is behind all appearances, and that fact is that there is one thinking substance from which and by all things are made. Then we must grasp the truth that every thought held in this substance becomes a form, and that man can so impress his thoughts upon it as to cause them to take form and become visible things. When we realize this, we lose all doubt and fear, for we know that we can create what we want to create. We can get what we want to have and can become what we want to be. 
As a first step toward getting rich, you must believe the three fundamental statements given previously in this chapter. And in order to emphasize them, I repeat them here. Okay, okay, I understand what he did here. But um, he does summarize it here. So one, there is a thinking stuff from which all things are made and, uh, and which in its original state permeates, penetrates, and fills the interspaces of the universe. Number two, a thought in this substance produces the things that is imagined by the thought. Number three, man can form things in his thought and by impressing his thought upon the formless substance can cause the things he thinks about to be created. <clears throat> you must lay aside all other concepts of the universe than this monistic one, right? You must dwell upon this until it is fixed in your mind and has become your habitual thought. Read these creed statements over and over again. Fix, upon, fix every word upon your memory and meditate upon them until you firmly believe what they say. If a doubt comes to you, cast it aside as a sin. Do not listen to arguments against this idea. Do not go to churches or lectures where the contrary concept of things is taught or preached. Do not read magazines or books which teach a different idea. If you get mixed up in your faith, all your efforts will be in vain. Do not ask why these things are true, nor speculate as to how they can be true. Simply take them on trust and do with that what you will, right? I examined it for myself and I'm finding it to be true, but take that statement for what it is, right? <laughs> um, the science of getting rich begins with the absolute acceptance of this faith. And that, ladies and gentlemen, concludes that chapter. Um, it can be a little, a little heavy, but I would encourage you to listen to it again, or you can download the, the, um, PDF if you type in the science of getting rich by Wallace Waddles, um, you can get the PDF and it's only a few pages. Like I, I think, let me, um, I'm just in awe of how, how few pages there are, but this really is a science of getting rich. It's only 75 pages. You can also listen to the audio book, which is, I think, like an hour and a half um, if, if you want to get ahead of the of the curve. But um, if you want to listen to it while you're driving, um, it will definitely be instrumental. And And so, like I said, you know, the second to last statement, he's saying, you know, take it for what it is. But he also said at the beginning, he's done the research and he's just giving you the formula. And so there are going to be some of you who like to investigate. I'm one of those people who I'm always exploring. And I can tell you, you heard me refer to the wells of abundance when um, I'm looking for it here and I'm and then I'm going to sign off. But um, <clears throat> in the beginning of the chapter, he says... Um, in the in the beginning of the chapter, the first principle of the science of getting rich, he talks a little bit about original substances, but he talks about the tree, right? And um, for those of you who have been following with me step by step, you've been hearing me refer to the book Wells of Abundance. Let me, um, it's right here. It's, it's, it's bay to me. This is another book that is so profound, and it's only 67 pages. And again, you can listen to the audio version of this book, 60 guys, I'm a little bit of a nerd, 64 pages. But 
when they talk about, it's called The Wealth of Abundance, and the subtitle is The Seven Planes of Supply and the Law of Increase. And so um, me just exploring and wanting to understand, you know, everything that has to do with abundance, law of attraction, um, prosperity, wealth, money, <clears throat> millionaire mindset type of a thing. I came across that book. And so when he starts to talk about the, the, the tree and the thinking stuff of the tree and how it moves and how it's producing, you when you read plane one, you understand that there's plants and vegetables and you start to see how some people really are going through life like a plant and a vegetable. And then you understand for plane two, it's an animal. But then you start to understand when you look around you in society, how people are animals. And then you start to make the distinction between an animal and versus a human. <clears throat> and then you start to go, ascend through the planes to higher levels of consciousness, right? The first card that I pulled for this year um, from day one, January 1st of 2022, at the time I'm recording this, <clears throat> the card that came out, the Oracle card was awakened consciousness, right? So that's kind of given insight to what we're going into for the rest of 2022 and, and the rest of our lives. Awakened consciousness. We are evolving from plant form, evolving from animal um, instincts, and now we're becoming awakened and we're becoming conscious. And we're and part of being conscious means that you start to understand how you can influence things around you. <clears throat> Absolutely beautiful, right? So I'll read the last three, um, the last three creeds that he said again and then i'm gonna sign off and i hope that you were blessed by this um that is my intention so number one the first principle is there there is thinking stuff from which all things are made and which in its original state permeates penetrates and fills the interspaces of the universe I kind of want to dig in a little bit too, but this has to do with when you talk about the masculine entering the workforce and how in universe 25, when when the workforce of the men started to shrink, it created a hairline trigger effect, a domino effect that led to the collapse of <clears throat> He, this this guy did the experiment 25 times and every time that that happened it fell but these are these are masculine um, characteristics permeates penetrates fills interspaces right that's very much masculine action energy and so when our masculines are out of that element things start to collapse and it creates a domino effect and it spills over into how it affects women and then children and then our elders and then society and boom, now we have the collapse. But, but so I love that it's encouraging you to get out of plant state, vegetable state, animal state, and start to step into humanity. Okay. Number two, a thought in this substance produces the things that is imagined by the thought. And I love it. Can't wait to keep continue reading because um, it's going to really drive home one of, I think, another part of the formula that is so beautiful that I love. Um, but yeah, I want you to marinate on that. Produces the things that is imagined by the thought. 
Number three, man can form things in his thought and by impressing his thought upon formless substance can cause the things he thinks about to be created. So like I said, it is my intention that this is a blessing to you. I know it could be a little bit heavy, but download it, um, listen to the audiobook. Um, but um, this, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. It is the, pr- the first principle <clears throat> in the science of getting rich. So next Thursday, I will be reading from uh, the chapter called Increasing Life. Okay. So I'm going to sign off. Um, I am your oracle until the next podcast. Peace.